Welcome back to Ask Rip. This is the famous internet podcast where we talk about things that aren't really very important. It's the greatest 15 minutes of your The life. greatest 15 minutes of your, day. of your drive of your day. So, Justin Gibber, Jibber from Instagram. Jibber, I Jibber. like that. Justin Jibber. Who is your favorite Star Trek character slash villain? Star Trek. Well, so he wants a villain. Star Trek villain? He said character slash villain. Character slash villain. Uh, How about one of each? One of my favorite, everybody's favorite Star Trek character, Spock. Hell, Spock raised me. You know, there I was, a little 10-year-old boy. Watched every one of the shows from... On the day it was first broadcast for three years, every one of the shows, on the day it was first broadcast, there are probably a handful of us still alive yeah. that were there every night for Star Trek. The first time, because it was just such a fascinating change of pace from Lost in Space. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Oh my. And, uh, you know, it's thoughtful, intelligent, kind of cornball now, but what, what moron doesn't like Captain Kirk and Mr. Spock? Yeah. I think that the wild... You know, multi-trillion dollar success of that franchise is due to the fact that those guys are pretty cool. So I'd have to say Mr. Spock uh, is my favorite character. Villain, my favorite villain would have to be uh, General Korg. No, Cord. General Cord. Don't know that one. Oh, he's a Klingon. Big. Oh yeah, yeah. Magnificent yeah. Klingon. <laughs> General Cord, he's pretty cool. Yeah, if you've been following Ask Rip, the very first question was something about something about Star Trek or something. Aliens. I think it was Wellborn that asked. Yeah, I think we did Wellborn's question. You wanted to be a Vulcan at some point, and uh, so we're revisiting that topic. I guess that'll happen every couple of months yeah. from now till it's, hell is it's solid, important. right? It's very till hell is a solid frozen yeah. cube. We'll have to talk about. Star, Star Trek, Trek every couple of months. Yeah. Okay, it's better than talking we'll about get Star used Wars. to that. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, it is. Corey Hickman. Uh, Corey Hickman. Corey Hickman. He wants to know how he can develop a voice like yours. I don't know that you develop a voice like mine. I think a voice like mine, you're born with. I have a very good voice. I was a broadcaster at an early age. In fact, I believe this is your NPR voice. This is no. This is uh, you have an NPR this is voice. My, I've heard it. Well, yes, this would be my NPR voice, uh, or it would be conversely my um, FM radio voice. Okay. The FM radio voice is like it was uh, Chicago first album. Song called uh, Freeform Guitar. Terry Kath on the guitar on that song. It's uh, 11 minutes after 2 a.m. Next, I'm going to hear a little band called Gamma. So that's the that's the FM voice. Okay. Very laid back. It's pretty good. Yeah. Very very slow. Very not in a hurry because there aren't any ads. Yeah, yeah. There are no and advertisements it's, it's, and it's because no one is listening. <laughs> it's two. It's two a.m. and no one is listening. So that's 
But as far as the voice is concerned itself, I think you're born with the voice. Uh, for instance, I don't think that Michael Savage uh, has this quality of voice, and I think that if you'll listen to his show in the afternoon, you'll very, very quickly see why. You would make a good talk show. I would. I would, in fact, make a good talk show. This is essentially what we're doing here. Yes. This is a talk show with nobody bothering us on the telephone. That's right. Because you'd have to do that. You'd have to take calls. Fuck. Yeah. Yeah. Calls. Emails are bad. (laughs) Okay. Eno. Eno. Our our friend Eno. Eno. What is Koppel from Long Island? Long Island. What is your favorite post-workout meal? Coffee. Post-workout. Coffee. 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 I'm trying to. Oh, okay. That's the way it's pronounced okay. in Long Island. I got you. Let's get some coffee. <laughs> We've got to go get some coffee. She kind of, uh, she, she doesn't have much. No, coffee. she doesn't. She's, she's Russian. She oh, doesn't right, have right. a, she doesn't have a Long Island. Yeah. Well, a little bit, but it's not, it's not egregious. I, what I do after I train is, uh, and I've got, Jordan's got me doing this. He's got me taking a bunch of BCAAs. So I go back in the little closet back there and mix up about a 15 gram slug of BCAA orange well it's orange flavor it tastes like tang to me well you mix it into your little orange concoction no right? it comes in an orange oh, concoction okay. the, the that BCA the can of yeah, yeah. BCA I can't even remember I've, the name of it I've only but, had the unflavored stuff it's no no god no don't no don't do that uh, what now what I do have unflavored is unflavored whey and I buy unflavored whey protein because it doesn't really have any flavor, and you can mix it with whatever you want it to taste like. I mix it with a diet orange soda, so I've got a little orange protein drink that doesn't have any carbs in it. I'll do that in the afternoon, but right after training, I'll do the BCAAs because I was told to, to do that by Jordan. And you always do what Jordan And does. I, I'm his thrall. Yes, absolutely. After that, it's Taco Casa. Yep, then Taco Casa. All right, one more. Danny Rivera from our friends at Arlington Strength and Conditioning. I wonder if this guy is related to Geraldo. I'm sure he is. Rivera. I'm, I'm actually positive that he is. Geraldo yeah. Rivera. Is, why are you positive? Because the question is because so incredibly to... stupid. <laughs> that that yes. has to be what it this is. is a, right? This is probably where Geraldo got his skills. Uh, okay. Danny asks, did Rip acquire the reading materials in the men's bathroom himself, or is the WFAC membership responsible for that library? He was here for the meat with a bunch oh, of Oh, he was? Well, there's yeah. just a bunch of magazines and shit magazines. in there. It's just magazines. But they're about You know, you, you pay for the magazine subscription. And they show up. The postman shows up. And then you they make their the way into the, yeah. into the bathroom. Yeah. And uh, we, uh, you know, they just that's just kind of an accumulation. But it is quality reading material. I mean, it is, in there's fact. There's not American any Women's Rifle Day in yeah. there or, you know, there's no Red Book. There's no Vogue. There's no Glamour. There's no... I think currently uh, there's a... Cosmo, there's no... What is the rest of it? There's like a five-year-old copy of Science with the St. Louis Gateway Arch on the front of it mm-hmm. right now. Yeah, there's the uh, AAAS magazine is in there. Uh, some NRA publications, a couple of uh, old astronomy uh, magazines that date from the late 90s. And uh, that's about all. At one time, we had Playboys in the bathroom and uh can't do that Rip. well i can't <laughs> just haven't yet but uh i'll playboy in what it used to be you know they don't they don't uh, have 
They're not going to do naked pictures. They're not anymore. in naked. Well, it's not Playboy. They, well, everybody gets it. For they're the shooting their own anyway. feed off. Yeah, that's the only reason I read yeah. it. Was so. the uh, was the article we at one time had had naked girls in the uh, in the bathroom back there, and then a certain percentage of our membership. This is many many years ago, back when I used to care how many members I had here at the gym. Uh, you know, there was some squealing and whining. But one of our kids go back there in the back and and somehow suddenly see a titty. You know, as if that hadn't already happened and stuff. No, I just wasn't interested in yeah. playing that game with his parents, so we took him out. But, you know, now that you bring that up. Danny, next time you come, we'll have some Playboy in there for you. Danny, we're ready for you, bud. Yep. We'll get you. Okay. Let's do one more. All right. No, come on, one Nick. More. All right. One more. Uh, this is from our friend Bill Bean. Bill Bean oh, Bill Bean. We'll yeah, answer his question. A, we're a big fan of Bill. Yeah. Uh, this is good, and I'm going to try to not mess this up. Yeah. All right. As we see going forward with both our elite games athletes as well as gen pop trainees, torque management continues to be muted across modes, leaving a ligament-dominant strategy really only suitable in extreme cases of capsule irregularity and stability seeking. Yes. Right? right. With this outward direction of junk tissue comes obvious intransigence, intransigence right. but will sacral trailing be adequate with respect to repatterning to obtain compliance and reduce compensations, or will more severe and or aggressive interventions such as voodoo flossing become undesirable and or necessary? Well, palliative sacral trailing, as I've said many times, is the, uh, is the biggest problem we see as movement specialty coaches. Gen pop and elite. Gen pop absolutely. and elite. Absolutely. Far and away. Yep. Palliative sacral trailing. And uh, it's all about torque management. I think I think torque is the problem. And I've said that for I've always said that. Always. Always. <laughs> <laughs>